Howdy everyone. Howdy from Oklahoma. Um, it's uh, This is the Yankees Death Star podcast and we're happy to be here. We're happy for anyone listening. Um, it's kind of frustrating because the Yankees have lost yet again. Um, they're struggling pretty bad but uh, it's still early. A lot of people are freaking out um, and it doesn't look good. It looks like some changes really need to be made but um, I believe that some of the players are just need to get their timing right, get into rhythm, um, and and we can make a lot of changes to be better. But anyhow, day off of a loss, we uh, lost the series to the Rays because they've won two out of three now. Um, yeah, so we're gonna go and try to avoid the sweep tomorrow. Hopefully, we can do that um, and salvage something at least off of this uh, homestand um, before we go into the next series uh dave i'm here with dave uh what are you thinking about how well the team is right now man it's, it's some of these games are really rough to watch if you're a yankees fan diehard yankee fan like matt and i are um it's just it's just rough to see uh, you know we're getting quality starts by our starters we're just not getting any run support we're not getting um, you know, the, what we need from there. Our bullpen is doing amazing. I mean, seriously, they're th- some of the best bullpen in the entire um, MLB, but we're just not getting uh, the run supports that we need. Uh, DJ Mayhew is one of those reasons. Um, he is not hitting very well with runners in scoring position. He is still getting multi-hit run um, games. Uh, he's still doing that stuff. So all that stuff will start uh, falling in. Uh, Judge is playing well. Uh, Hicks is doing, starting to swing the ball, um, swing the bat r- well. So things are starting to work out. It just we just need time right now. So I, I just feel like everybody needs to take a deep breath and figure out what's going on in the next three or four months. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with what I said earlier um, and say that uh, at 30 games, um, we'll look at where how we're playing, what the record is, and if we're still looking this bad after 30 games, then I might start to freak out a little bit. But uh, I said 30 in the beginning. I'm going to stick with it and just not worry about the wins and losses until we get there. And hopefully we pick it up. So I'll go ahead and start with uh, what happened in today's game. We had Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery, excuse me, on the mound. Uh, he's been one of the pitchers that's been really solid for us. One of the only starters uh, to be solid to go six innings. Uh, which he did today. Uh, It was a good start. Um, The numbers don't look great, but he really did pitch very well. Um, He didn't get much run support. So top of the first, Diaz leading off, grounds out to Odor, Arozarena. Monty gets him to strike out swinging, and then he gets Meadows looking on a strikeout on a pitch that was I thought was outside, and the, and the ump gave him the, the strike for that. So I saw a couple of those. I didn't see any. Uh, there was a little bit going each way, so I'm not worried. I didn't uh, think the officiating was bad on this game. Uh, it was pretty, pretty equal. So bottom of the first, we tried to get something going. Um, DJ... Uh, hits a liner that's just just fouled by a couple of inches. It hit off the right field wall just out of Rosarena's reach, um, and it hit next to the uh, the line that's uh, the vertical line on the wall indicating the, the foul area, and it literally it was just a couple inches away. So that was almost a great double or triple, um, but he ends up striking out on a nice curveball. Then Aaron Judge, uh, 
hits a ball high, but it's a pop to center. Hicks, who is back in the three hole after batting fifth. Um, I think it was just one game he batted fifth. Uh, so he's back in his normal spot, even though he's not hitting well. Uh, he gets a single here, uh, liner to center. And then Stanton gets a hard liner to third. Uh, there's a throwing error to first. So instead of uh, first and second, or uh, I guess it would probably be first and second, maybe first and third, Stanton went to second on there. So we got, oh, excuse me, that allowed Hicks to go to third, Stanton stayed at first. So we got runners on the corners with two outs. Glaber, uh, he had a really good at bat. Um, anything that was a ball, he let by, uh, and he fouled off a couple strikes, several strikes. Uh, almost got hit in the head with uh, on a full count, uh, or to make it a full count, and then takes a walk after that. So I, they didn't throw, they didn't give the, anybody a warning for that, which kind of expected them to just because it's the Yankees Rays and we have a history. But I guess they determined that it wasn't uh, wouldn't have been intentional. So, but he strikes out. Um, no, sorry, he takes the walk. Uh, bases are loaded, but there's two outs. Gardner comes to bat, um, and he's really good with the bases loaded in his career. He's batting 342 and has four grand slams uh, in his career. But uh, and uh, he took a strike that was outside. And if you're a Yankees fan, you say that's a bullshit call. But that's literally it was the same call that Meadows got um, that he struck out on. So that's what I was talking about when I said it was pretty even. Uh, so he takes that. Um, then there's one low and in that was also in the strike zone that they called a ball. Uh, and then he fouls a few off, then grounds out to first. So despite the bases loaded, um, we get nothing done in the first. But we did uh, wear down uh, Tyler Glass now, um, who's their ace. He's really good. Um, he wasn't sharp early the first few innings. We ran up his pitch count pretty high, pretty fast. Um, so he was at like 30 pitches, I think, uh, at the end of the first inning. So still 0-0 zero to zero going into the top of the second. Yeah, man. And real quickly, um, dissecting Gardner's um, um, bat at bat here, he, had, he saw seven pitches. Really, what Glasnow did was he just went low and four-seam um, fastball almost on every single pitch. Um, obviously, he was trying to do this uh, against Gardner. Uh, he felt like he had a good read against him. And Gardner on the last uh, pitch uh, was a slider. And I don't know if uh, Gardner just misread the ball, the speed of the ball. Obviously, he didn't get all of it. Uh, but this was a perfect opportunity to, for Gardner to get a, um, um, a hit right here, get a couple runs in, just to not go the way he wanted it. Again, this is all about... Yeah, if he's not going to get hits in these positions, I want Clint. Um, in the beginning, Boone said Clint was the, the everyday left fielder, and that was not true. Um, neither It's not like Brett has proved himself um, to be like really good right now and hot, and that's why they're playing him. Neither one of them were playing well, so just leave Clint in, but... Anyhow, yeah give give this a give this to Clint an opportunity and and I I I I've watched and loved um, um, watching Brett Gardner play for the last you know decade plus, but the reality is right now where it's at is the future is with this young team and we are still wondering if Fraser has what it takes to be an everyday um right or left fieldman. 
Uh, but the reality is, is we won't know unless Boone is putting him out there. So, uh, yes, uh, this is a call for Boone to play Frazier more, um, especially when Gardner uh, steps up to the plate and goes 0 for 4, one strikeout, and just left three um, runners on um, base. So um, this is just going to be interesting for him as he's trying to figure out exactly where his place is on this new team. So top of the second, still 0-0. Montgomery's up to pitch. Uh, we get they get a ground out to shortstop. Uh, we get a strikeout, and then they get a home run, 465 feet. I believe that was to right field. Um, any other ballpark would not have been out, and we've seen this happen for us and against us this year. Uh, this is just a really good job. I felt like uh, Montgomery did a really good job with his placement of the ball. Uh, a sinker at 93 is very difficult to hit. And it was the first pitch this guy saw and just whacked it. So the next guy was Wendell and struck out. You have anything to add about this at at um at bat here? Uh no, just good for Mejia. Uh Francisco Mejia with that homer jumping on it. It wasn't uh it was the placement. Uh it was up and outside. It's still in the strike zone, but it's not uh it's not the ideal position to hit a home run. He just jumped on it, crushed it. Uh Good for him, but and Montgomery, that's that just was that's gonna happen. He didn't throw a bad pitch at all. That was a good pitch. Um, Mejia just jumped on it and got it. So Montgomery had a good inning despite that. All right. So going into the bottom of the second, Glassnell still pitching for Tampa. Sanchez is walked. Urshela is walked, and then Ordor fouls out to the catcher. That was an unfortunate play. Um, Ordor's not done for the night. Um, but man, I thought that that was going to be an opportunity for him to shine. Um, but the next person up with, uh, runners at first and second is DJ LeMayhew. This was big for him because he needs to start getting in sync. Uh, DJ gets a single to right center, Sanchez scored and Urshela to second. So this was a perfect moment. This was great. The um, ball game is now tied one to one and judge strikes out. Then um, DJ LeMayhu gets to second on a wild pitch by Glass now. Urshela gets to third. Um, so this was a good job by the base runners recognizing to move up on time. Hicks lined out to second to end the inning. Even though we had runners at fir- um, second and third, uh, we weren't able to get anything but one point in this. So now the tie is 1-1, one to one, Yankees-Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was tough. Um, two innings in a row, you got runners two runners in scoring position uh but there's two outs and neither one of the guys showed up hicks and gardner both struggling um but we did again we got glass now to throw a bunch of pitches i think his pitch count was at 54 after two innings which was his career high through two so good job to be patient and to get fouls and such but um we're just not getting anything out of it uh unfortunately he uh he's going to pull it together the next inning but so did Monty. The third inning was pretty swift. Uh, Adamas grounded out to Gio. Then Montgomery got Phillips down swinging. Yandy Diaz grounds out, and Gumby gets to play a little defense. Grabs it and throws it to first for the third out. One, two, three. Swift inning. Good job by Montgomery. Bottom of the third. Glass now gets Stanton to strike out swinging. Gets Torres. To pop out to right and then guardy's back up down swinging on three pitches 
So really good game. I mean, really good inning for Glass now and Montgomery. Both of them uh, perfect in the third. Yeah, and this again is one of the reasons that we want to see um, Frazier back in the game. Is Gardner just looks a little lost with the swing right now, and Frazier has one of the fastest bat speeds in the major leagues. So I'm kind of I'm kind of sitting here wondering, um, is there another reason Frazier's not playing? And I hope there's not, and I hope there's an opportunity for us to see more Frazier coming up here soon. Um, but again, Brett Gardner is one of our heroes. He's been uh, on the team for forever, I feel like. Uh, no doubt. I think it was two th- 2007, right, when he joined the team? Sounds right. Um, yeah, so 14, 15 years is what he's been on this team for. Um, so again, he's just one of those guys that we all love. He you know, grew up in the Yankees organization, so he means a lot to all of us. All right, so top of the fourth. Uh, Montgomery is still pitching for New York. Uh, struck. We got the first guy to struck out. Uh, Meadows walked. Uh, we got the second uh, next guy to fly out, and then they get a home run. Uh, Meadows was able to score off of this, and it was now three to one. Um, next guy flies out to right field. But again, this is the second time that Montgomery gave up uh, multiple home runs uh, to Tampa Bay. And it's just, it's just, it's painful to watch right now. And he did so well on so many other things except this one thing. And he gave up home runs. And that's just what he did tonight. And it's just unfortunate. But I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, there's not much more you can do. He had seven strikeouts, two home, he gave up two home runs and only walked two people. I felt like he was incredibly efficient, made a couple silly mistakes. But those are the type of things that young pitchers make. And they definitely get up and they um, um, make them better in the long run. Yeah, uh, through four innings, he only allowed two hits. Just both of them were home runs, and one of them, he, uh, I think he'd, he'd walked Meadows. Meadows gets a lot of walks. He's really good at that. Um, so, yeah, Margot jumped on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, first two hits for Montgomery were both homers. So, frustrating. Definitely frustrating, but it's just the way some things go. You know, some pitchers, like we're watching this with the Yankees right now, and we've given up 19 home runs for the season. Uh, just a lot of home runs. Uh, it's something that I, I don't know why we've been doing that, but I'm guaranteeing that the coaching staff is trying to dissect that uh, more than I am. So definitely stay tuned to see what's going to happen with that. So going into the bottom of the fourth, we are down 3-1, uh, to one, and Sanchez is up. You know, Sanchez is one of those guys that both Matt and I get really excited about his potential. Unfortunately, nothing happened here. He flied out to center. Urshela struck out swinging, or Door flied out to right. So one, two, three for Glass. Now he's getting in a serious groove, and this is starting to get Matt and I a little anxious because when Glass now gets going, he can um, fan out you know twelve batters like it's nothing. So um, definitely something to watch out as things are rolling here. Uh, going into the fifth, we are down three to one. Yeah, uh, definitely frustrating. We had a missed opportunity those first couple innings before Glass now settled in. I think the batters knew that, and they were kind of dejected because they they knew he was going to uh, be solid the rest of the way, which he was. Um, so, yeah, we are down. Only a three-run lead for Tampa Bay. Uh, DJ's the first guy up. He gets a walk, second time on base, I think. Uh, Judge then works a full count. And then, uh, then just takes one right, right down the middle, right down the middle, a little low. It's, it was perfect for him to crush. Um, and he 
he froze or he misread it uh, on the release or something, but uh, didn't swing on that, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and, and going back and, and watching it, I watched the way that the, the, the ball was going and it looked like it was about to dip. Instead of dipping down, it came back up almost. Uh, it, it really caught um, Judge by surprise, definitely by, complete by surprise. Yeah. And I want to throw this out here, something that happened that we didn't address that happened in the, uh, I believe it was the fourth inning, bottom of the fourth. Uh, Montgomery threw a pitch to Sanchez. The ball was def- um, hit off the bat of uh, the batter, and I, f- I believe it was uh, uh, Meadows that hit the ball off the bat. And it came back and it hit Gary Sanchez right in the thumb. Um, he went back out in the bottom of the fourth and he um, batted. But in the um, top of the fifth, they substitute Higgy out for Sanchez. And they're saying that it's a right thumb contusion at this moment. Um, so that's something yeah. to talk about there. We'll bring that back up in a little bit. But go ahead and finish the fifth here, man. Yep. So we got DJ on and one out. Uh Aaron Hicks comes up, hits into a fielder's choice, so DJ is out at second. Um, Hicks takes first, one on, two outs for Stanton. Um, he he went down swinging on a pitch that was so far down and away that the catcher had to block it instead of catching it. Um, so that was rough. He got totally fooled. It was a pretty sick pitch by Glass now. Um, but still, it's frustrating to see a ball that far out of the strike zone. Uh, I don't know if he could have even reached it where it was. Uh, so, yeah, he, uh, that ends the inning for us. Um, one guy reached, and then three down. And and you're being nice by saying you don't think he could reach it. Man, there's not a cold day in hell that he could have reached that pitch, man. That was so far down in the zone. Uh, this is concerning if you're a Stanton fan like Matt and I are, a Yankees fan. Uh, Stanton not um, hitting the ball really well is not very a good thing at all. Uh, he's a three hundred and thirty million dollar man, as we call him. Uh, he is owed a lot of money, and if he cannot figure this out, especially if he doesn't have to field and all he has to do is bat and that's it, then something's going on here. He is batting, I believe, like one sixty seven yeah. for the year. That's that's unacceptable for a three hundred plus million dollar man. Um, he knows it's unacceptable. This is not me saying he, it's unacceptable and this is, oh, this is a surprise. No, Stanton knows that what is acceptable for him. Uh, he knows that 167 is not it. Uh, expect that to come back up. So, you know, that's just, again, Stanton is one of those guys that the timing is off. Uh, man, when we get these guys all batting right, it's going to be sick. So it's something to watch and keep going. The sixth inning was incredibly boring. I mean, by all stretch of the imaginations, Montgomery did a really good job. Three up, three down for him in the sixth inning. Um, he saw, I believe it was only eight pitches um, in the sixth inning for Montgomery. That is really great. I mean, we're talking about somebody that's, that's awesome. trying to, you know, figuring out everything in the way that it goes um, and the way that pitches, and then he's getting better as the innings go on. That's something that we love to see. Uh, Springs comes in for Tampa Bay. Uh, he uh, strikes out Torres, um, Garner grounds out to second, and Higgy popped out to shortstop. So six up, six down in the sixth. Tie or the score three to one going into the seventh. Yeah, uh, Glasnow comes out rough through two, didn't uh, give up a run though, and then the next three innings were just dominant. Uh, but he his pitch count was at 105 at this point. That's why he did he only pitched five innings. But still qualifies for the win since he went five. Um, 
But in the top of the seventh, um, Mike Brousseau takes a walk on four pitches. Uh, they decided that was enough from Montgomery. So they bring in Jonathan Loizaga. He gets Margot into ground into a force out, and Brousseau is out at second. Margot ends up on first. Yeah, man, and this was just a, a really good job um, by Brousseau to just sit back and let Montgomery uh, you know, throw four straight pitches that are all balls. And at that point, that's when Montgomery's night ended for the New York. They recognized that uh, he was getting up on 90-something pitches. And uh, just, I mean, Matt and I talked about his efficiency before. He's incredibly efficient. Uh, he made he, he beat Glass now in all aspects of, of pitching-wise. Um, so he just did a really good job. Uh, tonight, yes, he gave up two home runs, but those are two mistake pitches that he's not going to let himself down and forgive him. Yeah, I was listening to the radio broadcast, uh, doing some gardening. So uh, this next play with uh, with uh, Margot up to bat, there was uh, he grounded into a force out. It was it was the end result, but there was a challenge on the play. Do you remember what exactly the challenge was about? Um, I don't remember this one. I know there was a second challenge. Um, oh, was this the one? Didn't seem that was critical. It, was this but... the one that they, uh, um, they called him out and then they went back and challenged it and he was clearly safe. I mean, it took like, like, oh, so they gave him like the double play, but then he didn't, they didn't actually get Margot right. out That's at right. first. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause this was okay. a, a really well, uh, a great play, but it's that ump that, um, called the game last night. And he was such a horrible ump behind the plate. His strike zone was all over the place. And he made the same call at first where he, sh- I mean, clearly um, the guy was safe. I mean, like clearly. And, and I'm a Yankees fan and I hate saying that, but he was clearly right. safe. And the fact is, is that he missed so many calls now. I bet you there's money that there's going to be some repercussion for him for sure. Yeah, definitely. It uh, There was like the last or second to last game of the of the spring we had a challenge that was really similar it looked like it was clearly out it looked like they had all the evidence they needed and yet they still didn't overturn the call so it's frustrating that they have a a team of people in an office that are supposed to be um, partial uh, and unbiased and they've got all the angles all the high definition all the slow motion and they to still get calls wrong after a challenge is just kind of ridiculous so I hope that's addressed. Probably won't be, um, but it is what it is. And again, this this call was called properly. He was safe at first. He was not out. Um, this was a great job by the uh, replay crew uh, to overturn this call because honestly, I would have been, I mean, I would have cheered if he had been called out, but that would have been right, you know? And so that's where um, it ended up hurting us, but go ahead. You can tell us what happened, Matt. Yeah, I got you. My mistake. I was thinking it was the other way around, but yeah. So good job, <laughs> good job by the umpire. Uh, then uh, next guy up is Mejia. He pops out to judge. Joey Wendell then hits a home run, scores Margot and Wendell. Uh, two more runs for the Rays. They're up five to one. Uh, then Loizaga gets Adamas to strike out swinging. Uh, so Loizaga allows that home run. Another tough, tough pitch. Um, I didn't think Loizaga looked bad. He wasn't as sharp as he often is. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, um, he did. He sorry, uh, he only got the one earn run challenge uh, charged against him because Montgomery had allowed the leadoff walk. So Montgomery was responsible for one runner. Uh, so that kind of that always kind of stinks for the pitcher uh, who gets one guy on and then the next guy allows a homer, but Monty gets charged. But that happens to everybody, so yeah, and uh, that's part of the reason why Monty had four earned runs. Yeah, and and if I was Monty, I would want Luizica um, backing me up any day of the week. Um, you know, like yeah. to me, that was um, just one of those. Again, this is this is, seems to be happening with us is that we make it silly mistakes on pitches, and they take full advantage of it. They make full uh, or takes um, they make a um, silly mistake on a pitch, and we foul the ball off. Uh, this is just the way things are going for us right now. But we saw it right here at this particular time where, I mean, I mean, Wendell just, I mean, that was a 405 foot bomb, not the longest home run of the night, but there, that was something that was hit incredibly hard. Um, and it was really, really fast too. So good job by Wendell is taking advantage of Loisca's, um, I wouldn't call it sloppy pitch, but it was an iffy pitch. Well, it's kind of, I mean, the changeups are always, uh, I mean, the key is to have the timing off for the batters because the batter is supposed to think it's a, it's probably going to be a fastball. Um, it's supposed to look like a fastball. But I think Wendell read that it was going to be a changeup from the start. So he gets a, a pitch le- under, mi- under 90 miles an hour right down the middle. Uh, he read that perfectly. So tough luck for Loisaga. Going into the bottom of the seventh, uh, Gio Urshela leads off for the Yankees. He strikes out swinging. And then Rugi, Rugnet Odor, uh, gets his first home run with the Yankees. That was pretty cool. Uh, out to right center. Um, good for him. Hope there's more to come. Um, DJ LeMahieu, next guy up. Uh, now batting against Colin McHugh, who replaces uh, Jeffrey Springs. DJ LeMahieu promptly singles. Uh, then Aaron Judge gets a double and scores LeMahieu. So we've got two runs. Cut the lead down a little bit. Um, still uh, still time in the game to come back from three runs down. Uh, but Aaron Hicks then strikes out swinging. And they do another pitching change. So we've got two pitching changes in the same inning. Um, which is part of why they're trying to institute a three batter rule. Because um, they don't like all the pitching changes, so it's probably seems like it might be implemented. I'm not sure what the percentage uh, is, so I won't say that. But uh, the what they want to do is have a minimum requirement of three batters for any pitcher to face before you can replace them, which would be some situations teams would just get so screwed by this if they have a pitcher that's just completely lost it and he knows that they can't pull him until he like gets through three guys um so yeah Matt, i thought i thought that was the rule already (laughs) i thought that was Uh, implemented that last year the minors i think the minors okay because i i thought i think they've done it yeah i thought this year was the first year because i know two years ago they, they talked about the rule change that happening well you know what um McHugh did face three batters before he got replaced. I, I'm so gonna, let, I could let's be wrong look about it. Up. it yeah, let's may look be that right. up later. We'll do we'll that next episode and figure out what the rule is with that because that's something that would be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, next guy up uh, facing the new pitcher, Stanton. Strikes out to end the inning, but we get 
a run. Um, lead is down to three and going into the eighth. All right, going into the eighth, uh, Tampa Bay is up five to three. Uh, New York just, I mean, you could tell they had an upper, a couple opportunities to get that closer. Uh, you know, all three batters uh, struck out swinging. So that's just the way the you know that things went for that inning for us. Top of the eighth, Lozania. Loizica is back up to pitch for New York. Uh, he sees four batters here. Uh, Phillips grounded out to the pitcher, which is great by uh, Loizica. He shows that he continues to have fielder um, capability, which is great. Uh, Diaz single to right. Um, and then we got two strikeouts in a row. So this is great job by Loizica. Um, his night was over at this point. Uh, but he just did an unbelievable job at uh, stepping up and doing what he does best and getting out of uh, the two innings that he was required to pitch there by um, Boone. So bottom of the eighth, uh, we see a couple uh, defensive changes for Tampa. Um, they move a center fielder and a right fielder around. Um, it didn't end up really making that big of a difference. Uh, Torres flied out to left. Uh, Gardner uh, lined out to center, and Higgy grounded out to the pitcher. So, And that was a really soft hit ball. Uh, I say soft hit ball. I mean, whenever you hit it back to the pitcher, it's kind of in the most of the time softest, but he did a good job fielding that and getting out of the inning. So we were down 5-3 to three going into the ninth. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see Loisega come back out. Um, he was a starter. He can go more than uh, – he can go a few innings. He was at 32 pitches. Uh I wish they would have given him a few more, but Justin Wilson has been rock solid for us, so that's not a bad guy to see coming in. Uh, he comes into the game, uh, gives uh, Brousseau a single, then Higgy, uh, there's a pass ball, which allows Brousseau to advance to second, um, and we're going to be seeing more of Higgy, presumably. Uh, I'm hoping that Gary, uh, his finger is fine. He's day-to-day. But we might see, uh, we'll probably see Higgy tomorrow and then maybe, hopefully not too much further than that, but we're going to see more of Higgy. Next guy, Margot, strikes out swinging. Uh, Francisco Mejia doubles on a ground ball to left, scoring Mike Brousseau. So six to two, six to three, pardon. And then uh, Joey Wendell grounds out and Willie Adamas strikes out on three pitching pitches. So uh, that double hurt. Um, Wilson was, other than that, he was good, but it's only one inning. So bottom of the ninth, our last chance. We're down by three. Uh, they put in Diego Castillo uh, as a pitching change. He gets Urshela to strike out swinging. Odor grounds out, and DJ strikes out. Game over. Tampa Bay wins the series. Tampa Bay has now won six consecutive series against the Yankees. That is unacceptable. Um, I don't like it. I don't want to see it go to seven. Um, I'll have to look when we face them next, but I'm sure it's not too far off. Um, but yeah, that that's not going to be, that's not going to cut it for this season. The Rays are too good. Uh, if the Yankees want to compete for that division, I don't want to get the wild card. I want to win the division. The wild card is too risky. Um, yeah, so we need to we need to pull it together, especially against our division rivals. Yeah, man. And looking at our uh, pitching stats for the night, again, we did a great job. Uh, Twelve strikeouts, two walks. Um, we only gave up six hits, so we only gave them eight um, base runners. Uh, 
just this sucks because I mean yeah. we had nine base runners, uh, we had uh, four guys walked and five hits, just could not get it done. Uh, they struck us out thirteen times. Uh, three of those times was Stanton. Um, three of those times with, was Urshela. Um, and then we had a bunch of other guys that have one each. Uh, again, this is not good stuff. Uh, our our batters are just struggling right now. We did everything right except for score um, score runs. I mean, we. I mean, our. Yeah. I, I say everything right. Obviously, our bullpen gave up more runs than they have in a while. But that's right. Things are like that are going to happen. Um, but we're just going to have to figure out how to move on. Um, oh yeah, we had Judge strike out twice and DJ strike out twice. Um, that's just crazy. I mean, looking at it, yep. I mean, between DJ, Judge, um, and uh, Urshela and Stanton. Stanton had Stanton had three yeah. Ks. 0 for 4 with three strikeouts, wearing the sombrero. Yeah, DJ, he did strike out twice, but he did get two hits and a walk, RBI, and a run. So he didn't have a bad about game. this? Between DJ, Judge... Stanton and Urshela, we had 10 strikeouts between those guys tonight. Uh, and all three of those guys are what I would consider, um, you know, Stanton's a, you know definitely a bomb threat. But the rest of the guys are 300, um, 300 plus, um, um, you know, for batting average threats every single year. So these are guys that mm-hmm. shouldn't be striking out this much, but they are. And Judge strikes out a lot typically. But this season he hasn't. So he's done a really great job at the plate. The umps have been giving him the calls recently. Um, and so again, this is just a, a crappy outcome um, by this score. But losing six to three to Tampa Bay, we get one more time and we get a chance to to stop the bleeding. So we'll see if we can do that. Uh, if anybody can do it, it's Cole. So he's pitching tomorrow. Yes, right? man, it is Cole, and that's going to be at uh, yeah. one hundred five Eastern. And they have Andrew Kittredge, uh pitching for them. He's two and zero with a one point six. Um, 1.69 ERA and only 4Ks right now. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully our batters can do something against him. They need to wake up. Uh, we talked about the strikeouts. And a lot of our good guys, Torres, Gardy, Gary Sanchez, Giorgella, and Higgy for what, when he was in, they all went over. Got nothing out of them whatsoever. Uh, Odor gave us a third of our scores but only reached base once with that with that home run so one for seven with runners in scoring position again we just keep doing this um for one we don't have a ton of base runners but when we do get base runners we don't bring them home and that has to change um i don't really know what to what they need to do to change it um i kind of was i thought marcus tim's a year and a half two years ago he seemed like he really uh, had a good effect on the batters, uh, like Urshela and Voigt came and started crushing it. Um, so I was hoping that uh, he he was uh, a really good batting coach. And I don't know if it's really his fault or if it's the players uh, n- not being focused. Um, I know that to, after the game, I believe it was two nights ago, uh, Boone went off on the players supposedly uh yelling and was pretty mad um tried to fire him up but it hasn't done anything so far so i don't know what needs to change uh boone's gonna be on the hot seat if uh the struggles continue this year and maybe cashman even too but that now i sound like all this guy is following people it's still really early in the season 
maybe I'll maybe I'll mention that at the 30 game mark after we see where we're at. Yeah, man, and we've seen our record like this. Uh, I want to say um, for the last six years. So this is not um, mm-hmm. abnormal for us to be able to start low, uh, start slow. I mean, uh, but the one thing that's really amazing right now is we have a pitcher like Garrett Cole that we can count on. Um, and he can be our, you know, workhorse. Uh, he's just doing a really, really great job um, at doing the things that we need him to do um, game in, game out. Uh, his ERA is 1.47, and that's 29 strikeouts. That's something that's really awesome for us to see. Um, him and Glass now are going back and forth for the league leader in strikeouts. Uh, he took over, I think, the lead um, tonight, but, you know, Cole will probably take that over uh, tomorrow. So I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, Higgy starts and does a really good job at calling the game. Obviously, the base runners are very aggressive when Higgy is catching the game. Uh, I don't think he has thrown anybody out this season yet, uh, stealing second. So um, that's something to keep an eye on. I do believe that uh, we'll have an opportunity to throw some guys out tomorrow night with Higgy, but we will see what happens for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and his struggles throwing people out are are not even his fault. I've seen uh, just recently there was one example. I, I don't remember who it was against, but he he literally did it perfectly. He did it like textbook. He jumped up, rocketed it as hard as he can throw it, jumped up as fast as he could, as hard as he could throw it, right down in the base path, low uh, second baseman, grabbed it, tagged, but it was just too late. He just... He's, I don't think he's physically capable of getting the ball there as fast as he needs to for the most of the guys that are trying to steal second. So that's always an issue when he's the, the primary catcher. Uh, you mentioned the, the slow starts. Uh, I saw this uh, the, for the first time. This was yesterday. For the first time since April 4th, 98, the Yankees are in sole possession of the worst record in not just the AL East, but the whole American League. First time since 98. But in 98, we won 114 games and won the World Series. And that was the start of a three-peat, I think, for us, if I remember correctly. So Knocking on wood. Maybe that's what's coming. (laughs) You never know. Yeah, man. And great news came out of the game. I was watching pregame. I don't know if you were watching pregame or not, Matt. But there was a very familiar face grounding um, balls right now. I, I thought it was, I, I was like, holy cow, no way that chunky face is who I think it is. Is it, is it, is it Luke? And it was Luke. Luke Voigt is starting right. to ground balls. Matt, do you have any more information on that? Yeah, um, supposedly, I, I didn't see that he was hitting. Um, I did hear, um, I did hear him say on the radio broadcast that he was supposed to start light hitting on Monday. I guess he's getting a head start Monday. on that. He was grounding. He was grounding today. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. So the hitting starts on Monday, um, and the hopeful projection is two to three weeks for him to be back. So that's going to have a big impact. We can move DJ back over. They, they, I guess they finally gave up on Bruce and stuck DJ at first. He's better at second, so. It's going to be huge when Luke comes back and he's going to provide a good spark. I'm, I'm, I hope that it's two to three weeks and not any longer. Yeah, man. And uh, it's unfortunate Jay Bruce wasn't able to work here uh, at first. But I do think that Jay Bruce has a lot of um, baseball still left in him. So whether the Yanks will be able to get a good um, a trade for him, get a, a couple of good players or maybe some more money, 
um, they'll be able to do something with that. Um, they might keep him for the rest of the year because they just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, not having Luke Voigt in the game does make a huge difference with this team. Uh, just like last year when we saw Urshela was gone for some games and, and the year before. So these guys do make a huge difference in this game. And having Ordor at second right now is sort of working out. Uh, he's making a lot of mistakes. So I do think that we need to get this team better. But by getting us better, we need to just get healthy. So that will happen. And tomorrow is a big game. Again, that's 105 Eastern. Um that's you know Yankee Stadium again and it's going to be a hell of a game they're going to be using Kittredge who is an opener he is not a full-time starter he comes in the game typically does one inning maybe two depending on how many uh, um, pitches that he's pitched in the first inning uh, but he is 2-0 right now so he's he's very effective at what he's he does absolutely looking forward to that um, we'll be back after the game tomorrow uh, we'll talk about how it goes. Hopefully, we're talking about a win um, to salvage something. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So, I'm Matt. Thanks for listening to the Yankees Death Star podcast. And we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, Dave. man. Just thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to make us feel special. And that's the biggest thing that you guys make us do is feel special. So, thank you very oh, yeah. much for listening uh, to Matt and Dave. And typically, Mark is here. Uh, but he has been feeling under the weather. So Mark, get better soon. We want to see you back in the studio yep. for sure. So thank you again for listening to the Yankee Death Star.